I'm Ethan. I'm Kayla. And this is... EK Thinks. Yep, welcome back. And we have been married for, for a three years. Oh. Oh. A whole year-ish. 365 days and some change. Yeah. Our anniversary was last week. And that was fun. We... April Fool! Just kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we are recording this on April Fool's. What's your... You're a big April Fool, aren't you? <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> no, but like you like... you. you I am into you celebrate, pranking. Yeah, you celebrate the holiday. Except I missed the last two years because of our wedding. No, but my best prank was on my dad. Me and my dad prank each other. <clears throat> my So far, my best prank has been... I made, I got brown paper and cut out E's, and I told my dad that I made brownies, and I was, like, trying to get it to, get him to, like, go over there that night, but he, like, went to bed instead, and he's like, I'll just have one tomorrow, so I'm like, okay, whatever. So then he goes to bed, and he wakes up at the butt crack of dawn for work, and so he's like, I got a little Ziploc baggie out, I walked over to the dang brownies. I almost woke you up. I was so mad. <laughs> the brown ease strike again. That one's a classic because actually that's one that Avery did. Avery yeah. is our cousin who is a fellow prankster. And she did good. Yeah. Confetti on the fan. She wrote little notes on the toilet paper. That was hilarious. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Avery if your parents let you listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this week. Oh, and we went to went to San Diego. That, was, that awesome. was beautiful. Kayla tried sushi. I did. I think I would. I think I really liked it. I just could not get over the fact that it was fish. Like, yeah. it wasn't horrible. It was just fish. Kayla doesn't like fish, even the idea of fish. So yeah. But well, well, we'll, but get I there. baited a fish. To, like I grabbed a tuna. I, uh. It wasn't a tuna. I don't what know was it? what rock, what rockfish. Oh yeah, I grabbed a rockfish out of the ocean. Yeah, well they did it, and I put it on my hook and took it off. Oh wait, wait sorry, we were ca- we were fishing for rockfish. We put a you can eat them raw salmon. No, no. sardines. Sardine. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, Kayla put a sardine on her reel. Ew, that makes it even worse that it was a sardine. I forgot it was a sardine. But yeah, we we did some deep sea fishing. We um, saw a lot of seals, which was awesome. Incredible! They smell horrible. They reek like horrible. The ones we were by had been out sunbathing the entire day, like they were dried out, dried out, and smelly. Oh, like you know when you have a good night's sleep and you wake up and your mouth is dry as mm-hmm. the desert, and it also smells. As bad. That's what they smell like. Okay. I have bad breath. Okay, so you're, you're giving yourself away for having bad breath in the morning. I have horrible breath in the morning. Kayla's really good at brushing her teeth first thing when she wakes up. If not, we all die. One time I was <laughs> sick. And he, <laughs> he comes into the room. And he was like. <laughs> Kayla. Have you been throwing up? 
No, it was just my bad breath, and I was so sick that I was, like, not moving. That's a horrible story. That's disgusting. So I yeah. brushed my teeth for, like, three hours that night. Okay. I'm a mouth breather. Mm. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, and that was that was fun. We, uh, you know, wore masks, obviously, but we had a good good time out in San Diego. Got back. And, yeah, so we wanted to go through a couple we're we're going to give you some ratings or reviews of things reviews. yes the things that we've watched Reviewed. recently yeah and i think so we're going to do them in 5 minute increments so by the time we end this intro it'll be minute 5 and then we will introduce what we're talking about but then if you haven't seen it we'll we'll stay on exactly 5 minutes so that that way if you don't want to listen to that just jump ahead 5 minutes yeah. so our first one is going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Came Incredible. out this weekend. Or, I don't know, last weekend. Came out eventually. I think it was last weekend. Recently. And we really liked it. So, have you seen either... Have you seen any King Kong movies or Godzilla movies? Or was this a first for you? I feel like I've seen a King Kong movie. But, like, I don't remember anything. So, it was basically a first. Mm, I think there was one in 2008 or so. Yeah, maybe like, older. it was... I've seen an older one, I feel like. But I don't know if this ties into... I don't think it did, because nothing, like, did that to me. Yeah. And then there was there's Kong, which is in this cinematic universe with Godzilla now. Um, and Kong was really fun. I Well, you fell asleep. So you watched I didn't part fall asleep. During Kong? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Yeah, movie. we watched that one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that one was interesting. I mean, I think these kind of movies you have to just be like, yeah, they're just, you know, monsters fighting each other. Like, there's nothing much to it, but they can be entertaining for that reason. So, but, so Kong was good. And then I, I saw the Godzilla, what is 2016 maybe, movie? And, you know, that was, again, good too. So, before... We watched the movie. What was your thinking on who would win? Well, from what you told me, like I was thinking Godzilla would win. But can I also tell them what I was thinking? I was also thinking, how can they just like end? Like, how are they just going to have one? I felt like they were going to come together and. Mm hmm kind of bad movie writing to say one wins over the other well not bad movie writing necessarily but people aren't gonna like it yeah yeah i know what you're gonna do it's gonna be wrong i would love to go for the monkey but come on guys it's godzilla and so if you saw the movie okay well let me let me backtrack yeah i i had a feeling godzilla would win but i was going for kong let me make that clear Mm mm-hmm King Kong was, it's a monkey. You gotta love the monkey. I did love the monkey. I do love So, the yeah, for those of you who saw it, they, they fight, like, three times, depending on how you count. Um, the first fight was in the ocean, and Kong was chained to a boat, so it wasn't a super It was, Kong was way fight. at a disadvantage. Yeah, he, he got hit a couple times before he even got unchained from the boat. He's in the water. That's Godzilla's natural habitat. habitat. 
So Godzilla easily took that fight. But I mean, it just you're like, okay, Godzilla's pretty powerful. Um, the next fight, Kong had like a secret weapon and was able to knock out Godzilla very briefly. But Godzilla then woke up and just like annihilated Kong, just took yeah. care of things. Dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. And then went on to fight Mecha Godzilla. Which I think his name should be Mechazilla. Yeah. That's a better better name. It's not so much of a you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a mouthful. It yeah, mouthful. That's what I was trying to say. But, so I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, it's fun to vote for the underdog, but there's no shame in saying, hey, Godzilla is a king of the monsters and you're going to take care of business. So I do feel like they have killed a lot of their monsters so far, though. So what will they What's do? What's next? Yeah, I don't know what, what more they can. I don't know. It didn't. The way they ended it, I don't feel like they really care. They're like, eh, that's, this is good. Spend a little trilogy. Yeah, you can count Kong, like Godzilla, now Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. They can probably Out of ten there. stars, what do you give it? Uh, it's six and a half. Yeah, that's good. I like, feel that. It's fun. It's entertaining. I'd say watch it for sure. Like, Yeah, it's they, they fight and it's fun. and I think they did a good job at... I mean... A movie called Kong versus Godzilla. We're there to see them. Where we don't care about the human interest stories, or at least I don't. So there wasn't too much of that. Yeah. There's enough that if you like that kind of thing, it's there for you. I didn't laugh. It was just a good movie. I laughed once. Did you? I don't remember. Maybe I did. So. Oh, okay. That one guy was funny, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie was some comical relief. Yeah. Okay, so the next one we're talking about is... A Tale of Two Cities. Yes, we saw this at Hale Theater. Yes, which is our, our local play production amp- theater. Yeah. yeah, local theater. Yep. But, like, very prestigious. I guess it's the only one I really know about in Utah that's professional. So, But yeah. we went saw A Tale of Two Cities. Um, were you forced to read this book in high school? No. So I had no idea what this was, like, going into it. Okay. So... I remember trying to read this book, but it's a Charles Dickens novel, if I'm not mistaken. We're going to have to fact check ourselves after this. Um, no, I'm pretty sure about that one. And he, uh, when he, got, he got paid to write this book, and he was getting paid by the word. Which is so dumb. Yeah, that just is the worst incentive to make a, word, a book with too many words. I'm sure there's a word for that. But instead, I'm going to use more words and say a book with too many words because that it was just so hard to read and so dense and so many run on sentences. It's like he never had an editor. And he probably didn't. And so the story gets really lost in the book. And so I don't remember much of it from high school. So the storyline itself, it's um, it's at the, the cusp of the French Revolution French nobleman who's pretty upset with how his family is treating the poor people, uh, renounces his life, goes and lives in England with a new identity. Um, He meets this girl 
whose father was locked in the Bastille for many, many years. I think he was like 17. And I mean, he was 14, but. And he was put there by this kid's family. But he, he forgives the kid. No, he suffered brain. Like, he had an injury. And he so did, he, he went didn't crazy. remember the kid. Well, I think he did first. actually. At first, he didn't. Re- yeah, he didn't recognize it. But then, and when then he asked so he for his hand, in, yeah. when he went to go ask for his daughter's hand in marriage, I think he recognized him. But he was able to just let that go. So, um, and then that daughter, I wish I'd remember the names, um, but it's not important. Go wash it yourselves. Uh, his the daughter had another guy that liked her, and. You know, obviously he didn't get to marry her, but he still stuck around. He would he was like kinda of part of the family, like and he had a good Yeah, so so let's see, Charles is the French former French guy, um, went to go marry Lucy and Sydney is like the other prong of this uh what do you call that? A three three way romance? Threesome? No, whoa, that's not what that is at all. <laughs> Love triangle. Oh. Jeez. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> okay, so. That's not what I meant. Um, but anyway, they, the. <laughs> Sorry. The French start killing all of the monarchs and, but they want, what was it, Edmund? Ed, what did you just show me? The name? Oh, sorry. This is why I wasn't going to say names because I'm going to forget. No, Charles. I don't know where I got it you from. So they, like, trick Charles into coming back, or he goes back to help his people. And they want to kill him. They throw him in jail. Well, it turns out Sidney and Charles look very similar. Sidney decides he will show his love for Lucy and go take Charles's place because they have a passing resemblance. So as far as the show actually goes, like, the storyline's cool. Um... You're like, yeah, this is a play. This is yeah, like it, you know, it was, it was a good, good play, a good job, for the first three quarters of the play, I would say. Yeah. And then the last quarter of the play, where everything kind of comes together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was it was like so emotionally charged and just so well. Literal tears. Yeah, we both cried. Like so well performed. Um, it was incredible. It really was. Like it, it was like, mind blowing how good that last. Oh, so good. Section so good. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Just that last, oh, incredible. And Hell Center Theater is really cool. Like, it's a circular stage, and it, the center rotates and rises and lifts, so it's really cool to see stuff there. All right, here's our five-minute mark. Our next review is Zack Snyder's Justice League. So this has, like, a pop cultural story basically there was like a new rebooted superman movie um and they kind of brought in like wonder woman and aquaman so they're kind of reviving all those dc superheroes which i think is great and one of the movies was batman versus superman and it was mixed with well it was met with mixed reactions a lot of people don't like ben affleck as batman i thought he's okay and but the story got a little weird and then after that movie, they made the Justice League movie. Well, there was a lot of uh, issues with that movie. The movie itself was kind of a flop. It was really cheesy, 
not just just not very well done. So then it turns out what happened was the original director, Zack Snyder, who was directing this film, he directed the other movies. He his daughter died and committed suicide and it was very sad and so he stepped away from the movie. Um, a new director came in and wanted to make it more like a Marvel movie. And so it, it was brighter, it was cheesier, but it didn't really work. DC and, is just like dark and... Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. And so yeah. trying to make it something it's not, I don't feel like goes over very well. And it, it didn't. And so, I don't know, a couple months or a couple of years later, little things started leaking where either the actors or the director, you know, that the former director would say, hey, this is what this scene would have been originally. And it turns out there was an entire version of the movie that was Zack Snyder's that's basically done. And so all these fans are like, hey, show us the Snyder cut of the movie. Like, we want to see what this movie originally was going to be. And for years, they were there was, like, petitions and, I mean, like, badgering Warner Brothers to do this. Give the people what they want. Yeah, and they did. They, let, they uh, worked it out on HBO Max for Zack Snyder to come kind of put together his film. I think a few of the other actors came. Yeah, a few of the actors came and finished up a few scenes. And so going from the original Justice League to this Justice League, it was incredibly better, like Maybe. miles and miles away. As a superhero movie, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it was fun. There's things that they could have changed um, or made it flow a little bit better. And it was long, but I knew it was going to be long, so I was okay with that. It was like four and a half hours. Yeah, so make sure you plan accordingly. <laughs> but they broke it up into chapters where it's a little easier to digest. Had you seen the other Justice League? No, I haven't seen the bad one. Okay, it's, yeah, you're, you're fine not to, but what was your, because I'm a super DC geek about this all, but what what was your original I'm not, impression? like, I'm not way geeky about um, DC. Um... Like, I've seen a lot of the older, like, older, older movies that don't tie in with. Mm -hmm. So, but I thought it was really neat because they just, how they pulled everyone together and, like, even the Joker. Yeah. The Joker came back, but. Yeah. What I liked about the kind of DC in general is they'll, they'll make a little darker movies, but also, like, so a lot of, some of the pretext of the movie or the plot of the movie is everything goes really wrong and it's like apocalyptic, but they're able to fix it or uh, their goal is to fix it. But the apocalypse type movie was going to be the sequel to this movie where it's just a few of the heroes slash villains left trying to work together and stuff. And, you know, I, I just like, I don't think Marvel could ever do a movie like that. Like they, they focus more for, you know, kids and a lighter atmosphere, which I think is good for them. But I like the DC will do, I think their characters, yeah, like you said, are, are written more for this. Mm-hmm. Um, who was your favorite character? Mm. I really like Aquaman. I like him in real life. Yeah. Like, he's a pretty good dude, so I don't know if that's kind of, but as a, dang. I'm trying, I'm like going over the scenes in my head so I can, who's your favorite? I my favorite, um, 
That was definitely my... Okay, one second. So, if you are skipping ahead because you wanted to skip, um, we I really like this one. So, skip ahead another three minutes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Back to the show. Yeah, so, uh, for me, easily, my favorite character was Cyborg. Like, oh, yeah. he, he... Especially compared to the first one, where, like, he didn't really get any of his story... He's just some kid that's now a cyborg, but man, how they uh, developed cyborg and like the character that he is, he's, he's tough. He's just got a really good heart. Um, Which I thought he was going to turn. Really? Yeah. The whole time I was just waiting for him just to like be the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, he had a big hero moment where like, and it, I did like it because like without, you know, no one, I don't. I think everyone was important in that movie, but man, like Cyborg saved the day. Just a super cool guy. And um, there's been a lot of, uh, there. his future with DC is uncertain because I, I guess the whole future of DC is uncertain because of how bad the, the first Justice League movie was. So the new petition is to scrap everything and just keep going with what the original uh like Snyder came out with? Yeah, the, the, the Snyderverse would have looked like. So, you know, I, I'm personally okay with that. I, I would like to see his original vision. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like DC really cares if they've got TV shows that don't interact. They've got movies that don't quite add up. So, you know, just just do as much as you want. Do whatever you want. But make the... Live your best life. Yeah, make the Zack Snyderverse one of them. Um, Flash also got better compa- between movies. Like, he was... Just really stupid in the first movie. <laughs> like, just, just hated him, man. And he he got a lot better. And you got to see some of the... Okay, Bar- Barry Allen and Peter Parker have... Spider-Man have a similar uh, character, I think. Like, that. that's always part the of their story. The teenager. Is what? The squirmy teenager. It always seems like they're that's just true. like... Very like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm meeting you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like just Family. hearts of hearts of gold. And so yeah. you gotta see more of that. And that was awesome. Um and yeah, they I mean the first movie, like Wonder Woman was just a joke. She should not be a joke. She's incredible. Um I don't know. It was it was awesome. So if you just enjoy superhero movies, it's fun to see Superman and Batman and all these great heroes and and honestly I, I understand not loving Ben Affleck's Batman, but like, doesn't I don't know. He's not the. It's not a solo movie about Ben Affleck, so. Get yeah, over so it. <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, but it's no, like it's easy to. You don't have to just focus on that. Like, there's there's enough going on that he's just a supporting character. Right. So. Okay, ask me what my favorite character is. Yeah, what's your favorite character now? Alfred. Mm. <laughs> he's. He's a classic, and yeah, he was better in this. Every every aspect of everything was better in this version of the Justice League movie, available on HBO Max. We are not yet sponsored by them, but <laughs> we're, we're working on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to review? No, those were like the top three. Yeah, that's that's what we've been consuming lately. Um, yeah. So now let's, should we just catch everyone up with, with you and I a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you up to? 
I have to go back to work tomorrow, and I'm afraid. <laughs> I haven't been to work in like a week and a half, and I am not—I am not mentally ready for it. Oh my gosh, I have to go to work at nine. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll we'll wrap this one short. Um, what are you back up to? to work? Yeah, I've had a busy week. Um, Very eventful. Our student government. We had elections, someone was elected, and then chose to step down. And how that works is then the elected student government selects someone to fill that position rather than rerun an election. So I applied for something, I was planning to apply for a lower position. Um, the position that opened was vice president, and then everything below vice president is just by selection. Um, and I thought I would apply and I was chosen. So and we are now in the presence of a superstar. No, Kayla's the real queen here and, but I'm really excited. So it's, she is the vice president of academics. Yep. So we have a, I mean, our, our, our college setup is pretty cool. So we have a UVU constitution. We have a Senate, which I am the president of and vice president overall. And we, I get it. I'm really super, super excited. Like academics, I think gets looked at as kind of the boring piece of our student government. Like there's a lot more exciting positions, I'm sure. But I am so excited. We, part of what like the Senate does is really just like making the regulations and making decisions on how to best help the students. Um, part of what I will get to do is coordinate which speakers come to the school and speak. And So at Mike Conley, if you are listening to this. Yes, any member of the Utah Jazz, um, hit us up. You know, I've sent you guys a couple Instagram messages. <laughs> no, actually, really? I got... Well, I, okay, I commented on Rudy Gobert's status and said... Defensive player of the year. And he liked it. Yeah. The Rudy Gobert. Like, yes. yeah, seriously. Seeing soon the to be a superstar. Soon to be three-time defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert. He deserves it. He does. So, yeah. We're, any, we're, the, the world is my stage now. And yep. I am inviting dancers. But, <laughs> like, for context, Jane Goodall was the most recent guest at UVU to come speak. And that's incredible. And she's incredible. So yeah, I am like, and it, the, I don't say it's a reservation, but like, I am very cognizant of the fact that this is something people, a position people vote for, and I didn't even run. Um, but, you know, I think I just need to keep that in my mind and just say, okay, what would, you know, if, if I was elected to this or you know planning on being elected to this how would I do things and it's nice too because I get to put together a team of a lot of diverse people studying different things coming from different backgrounds and I'm looking forward to it so we'll keep you updated on how that goes yeah we for, are very excited for all of you who care everyone mm -hmm. well Kayla I think this is it I think so. Any last words? See you on the flippity flip.